0: recorded live.
1: To the Lord, for He is good, and His mercy endured forever. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Christians and friends, Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour Prayer Open Forum is now on the air. We come to you each and every Friday at four o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. If you would like to join in this hour, you might do so by dialing area code seven two four. 444 7444 and enter the call ID 125026 followed by the pound sign. We ask that you please mute your phones or join our live and on demand streaming at www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC forward slash Six. We are a Bible believing ministry. Our discussions and teachings are solely Christian, faith based. We are a production and ministry of Hope Covenant, Kingdom Ministries, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. If you are enjoying this hour, won't you let us know by phoning us at area code 773? 924-2790. I am your host, Pastor Michael Body. The scripture for the evening is the thirty-seventh number of the Psalms. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and weather as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. The word of God. Kingdom Hour of Prayer Open Form On another Friday in the p.m. with your host, Pastor Michael Body. Thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Let the Redeemer of the Lord say so. God is the Spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Follow peace with all men. Holiness without no man shall see the Lord. We have nothing new to tell you tonight the same thing. It makes no difference what you think of me. But it makes a lot of difference what I think of you. And if I was hungry, I wouldn't tell you. For the God I serve, he's able to do anything but fail. Might I encourage you by saying to you, look to the hills from which cometh your help, knowing all of your help cometh from the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. We, again, thank you for tuning in, and we also uh, appreciate you for allowing us to come into your homes, your place of business, your place of confinement, your hospital room, driving along in your cars, wherever you are kind enough to tune us in at this 4 o'clock hour. We praise God from whom all blessings flow. For if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, men would have swallowed me up. So I just thank the Lord that he not only brought me a mighty long way, but he brought me all the way through many dangerous toils and snares. I've already come, but it was grace that brought me safe thus far, and it's grace that will lead me on. Again, we we, we bless you, and we thank you for sharing with us on this evening. And... We're excited about the move of God, and we're excited about Hope Covenant Kingdom, Our Prayer Open form, and we, this service is designed with you in mind. We're going to uh, take this opportunity to allow those of you who have called in on today, if you'd like to state your name and church affiliation or just have a word to say, you might do
0: so at this time. All right, Amen, Amen, Amen.
1: Amen. If you like to state your name and church, affiliation or have something to say, we're gonna allow you the the opportunity at this time.
0: President Sister Wells, Sister Wells, how is everybody I just give honor to God on today and thank God for being in the presence of the Lord.
1: Amen. And we're so happy to have you, Sister Wells, on this beautiful day. Amen. I just thank God for his sunshine. I thank him for his rain. I just thank him for being God and for keeping us. And it's all over me that's keeping me alive. Jesus is keeping me alive. So we thank you for sharing with us on today, Sister Wells. And we continue to keep you lifted
0: up in prayer. Is there another? Amen.
1: And if there's not another, we're going to go to God in prayer. Let us pray. Father God, we come one more time in thy sight and in thy presence, thanking you for your multitude of tender mercy. And we're thanking you for your blessings because you've been good to us and you've been better to us than we've been able to be to ourselves. So we lift you up and we magnify and praise your name. We thank you for life, for health, for strength. We thank you for the activity of our limbs moving in harmony one with the other. We thank you because we know that you are a good God, that you are a mighty God, and you are a God that felleth much. And we know that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue confess that you are the Savior of the world. So, Father, we call on you right now because you are the only help that we know. And we realize, Father, that uh, you have all power in your hand. So we lift up your name, knowing that you alone are worthy of all the praise. And we thank you for waking us up this morning, for food on our table, for clothes on our back, for the shelter from the storm. But well, We just thank you for keeping our families for keeping our friends, for keeping our loved ones. For, Father, we realize we live living in a world where men call your way unholy. But, Father, but you've been good to us in the midst of it all. Uh, you did not allow danger and hurt, harm, hurt and harm come to us, Father, but you kept us. And we thank you because... You are omnipotent, that you are everlasting, that you're all seeing, that you're all knowing. And and we're grateful for all your excellent goodness and for all your mighty acts, Father. We lift up your name on tonight. We lift you up, Father. You deserve all the praise that you can get. So we praise your name, Father. We praise your name that you would even look on our families, look on Sister Wells. Look on her right now. Bless her family. Go before her, Father. Make easy and successful the way. As only you can do it. If you would look on Elder Richard Irvin and the Irvin family in its entirety, O God, lift up his bow down head. If it be thine holy will, Bless every church that's opening your name, every preacher that's preaching your word. Oh God, that you would prick our hearts and the hearts of our loved ones. That we would know that there is a reality in serving you and that we desire to lift up holy hands and to worship you and to lift up your name. For we know our very existence, it belongs to you. The numbers of hairs in our head, you know, Father. You know, Father, our end before our beginning. So, Father, you know everything about us. And we're just grateful that you gave us another chance for life, that you woke us up another morning, that you got our footsteps, now, Father, we ask for mercy. We ask for mercy, Father, for we realize that mercy wrecked your throne one day, but it was pity that brought you down. So we're not asking you to change your mind, but to let your will be done in our lives, Father, as only you can do. Keep our families close to you. Take them in your arms, Father. Wipe the scales from their eyes that they might see. Allow them to walk up circumspectly in your word. We humbly pray, Father. Now, Father, as we go before you in worship on Sunday morning, Father, we ask that you would show up and show out and that there might be healing and deliverance Oh, God, we come against every assignment of Satan. We rebuke him right now because we know that you have control. And you said if we resist Satan, that he would flee. So, Father, we resist him. We we, we, we bind him up right now in the name of Jesus. For you said that you was going to give us power to, to tread over scorpions. So, Father, we thank you for that power. We ask that you continue to keep us in your will. If it be your holy will, we pray in Jesus' name, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We want to thank you all for tuning in on today. Amen. And we have a good lesson in store for you. We have a good lesson, a good discussion, in store for you. Uh, Our discussion on today is the purpose of prayer. The purpose. We do know that we should pray. The purpose of prayer is not to receive what you ask for, but the purpose is to strengthen your relationship with God. That is the the purpose. There are several reasons that we pray, but the purpose is that we strengthen our relationship with the almighty God. First of all, prayer. Prayer is not a normal part of the life of uh, any of every natural man. We hear it said that a person's life will suffer if he doesn't pray, and 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 so. Uh, but I question that. What will a person? What will suffer in the life of the Son of God in Him, which is nourished not by food? but by prayer. So that's what will suffer in you, the life of the Son of God that's in you, which is nourished by prayer. So when a person is born again from above, the life of the Son of God is born in him. So when we don't pray, pray, we starve the Son of God that's in us. And he can either starve or nourish that life. Prayer is the way that the life of God in us is nourished, the life of God that's in us. All of us have the life of God, and we need to nourish the life of God, and we do that through prayer. Our common ideas regarding prayer are not found in the New Testament We look upon prayer simply as a means of getting things for ourselves. But that's not prayer, brothers and sisters. Uh, Just calling on God and asking uh, God to do this and to do that and say, I need you, I'm sick, I need some healing, I'm having trouble in my home, on my job. Uh, uh, Prayer is more than that so we look upon prayer in that manner but the biblical purpose of prayer is that we may get to know God himself the bible says asking ye will receive that's John 16 and 24 somebody's phone needs to be on mute. Uh asking ye will receive. That's John sixteen twenty four. Uh we complain. A lot of us complain before God and sometimes we are apologetic or indifferent in him. But we actually ask him for a few things. Yet yeah, a child exhibits a magnificent Magnificent boldness to ask. Our Lord said, unless you become as a little child or as little children, that's in Matthew 18 and 3, ask and God will do. Give Jesus Christ the opportunity, and we can only give him that opportunity through praying, and the room to work. The problem is that no one will ever do this until he is at his wit's end. Now, when we get to our wit's end, then we realize it's time to pray. But uh, if we never get in trouble, we forget to give Jesus Christ the opportunity and to get him the room that he needs for our blessings. When a person is at his wit's end, It no longer seems to be a cowardly thing to pray. You notice when somebody get in trouble, when somebody's going through, the first thing that person would say is Lord, have mercy on me. In fact, it it is the only way that he can get in touch with the truth and the reality of God Himself is through prayer. Be yourself when you go before God and present him with your problems. The very things that have brought you to your wits' sin. And see, we get to our wit sin sometimes. But as long as you think you are self-sufficient, you do not need to ask God for anything, then to say that prayer changes things is not as close to the truth as saying prayer changes me. And then I change things. I hope y'all got that one. When we pray for those things that's going on in our life, the problems we're going through, the bills that we can't pay, the the confusion on our job, the the, 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 the gossip and the hatred and the envy and the and the jealousy and strife. To say that prayer changes things is not as close to the truth as when we say prayer changes me. And if we pray to God, we are able to say prayer changes me, and then I can change some things. God has established things so that prayer on the basis of redemption, changes the way a person looks at things. Prayer is not a matter of changing things externally, but one of the working miracles in a person's inner nature. It's inside of you the power to change things. And that's through the God that's in you. As we feed the God in us and we're able to do it with fasting and prayer, whether we realize it or not. That's why the scripture says that uh he gave has given us the power to tread over uh serpents and scorpions and, 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 and serpents. And so all we have to do is trust in him and lean not to our own understanding and all thy ways and to knowledge him. And if we only just have faith, when we pray of a mustard seed, we can say, uh, mountain be thou removed. And so today we are discussing the purpose of prayer. All of us have a reason that we pray, but there's really a defined purpose. Prayer, prayer, uh, of prayer, Matthew 6, 7 through 8. We're not going to read that, but we want you to jot that one down. The Purpose of Prayer, Matthew 6 and 8. And we're going to bring to the mic uh, Pastor Angela Walker and Divine Revelation, the House of Divine Revelation
0: Church, singing I Say Yes to my Lord.
1: Lord, that was Pastor Angela Walker in God's House of Divine Revelation Church, and this is Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour Prayer in the PM with your humble servant, Pastor Michael Potty. Uh, at this time, we're gonna before we get back into our lesson, we want to invite you Sunday, Amen. Empowering people through Kingdom principles, empowering people. Kingdom principles. I invite you. You are cordially invited to Evening Star Baptist Church, forty two thirty five South Cottage Grove Avenue, in Chicago, Illinois, so on this Sunday, July twenty third, two thousand and seventeen, uh, at eleven o'clock a.m. Uh, morning worship service. This your humble servant, Pastor Michael Body. I am the guest speaker and Reverend Anthony. Do my sister pastor. Amen. I invite you to come and be my guest. The table is spread. The feast of the Lord is going on. And, again, that is on Sunday for 11 o'clock a.m. service at Evening Star Baptist Church, 4235 South Cottage Grove Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. And Pastor Michael Body, your humble servant, I will be the guest speaker. And I'm soliciting uh, your support. Amen. We want to take a, out a time, a little time right here. If you were was not able to uh, give us your name and church home or have something to say, we want to allow that before we go back into
0: our discussion. Is there anybody? Amen. Amen. Amen we so happy to
1: have you. I want to let you know I love you. <laughs> I love you. And, you know, if I, when I say I love you, I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. So I want to let you know uh, that I love you. Sure. So let us continue talking about the purpose of prayer, because a lot of us are praying, folks, and, 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 and there are so many blessings and, and so much healing and so many so much favor going on i know that somebody is praying somebody has to be praying the purpose of prayer sometimes the purpose of prayer is to get us out of circumstances to get out of our circumstances but more often than not the purpose of prayer is to get us through our circumstances I'm certainly not suggesting that we shouldn't pray deliverance prayers because we need deliverance. But there are times we need to pray prevailing prayers. We need to ask God to give us the grace to sustain. A lot of times when we're going through stuff, look like our load is is too heavy for us to carry, uh, too hard for us to bear. We need to ask God to give us the grace to sustain, the strength to stand firm, and the willpower to keep on keeping on. There's a big difference between praying away and praying through. We're often so anxious to get out of a difficult, painful, for a challenging situation that we fail to grow through those situations. We're so fixated on getting out of them, amen, a lot of times we're so fixated on getting out of the things that we are going through that we have an issue in getting the results of our prayers, amen. Amen. But Jesus said man should always pray and not faint. Again, we are so fixated on getting out of our circumstances and challenges that we don't get anything out of them. We fail to learn the lesson. A lot of time a blessing comes with a lesson. God is trying to teach us or to cultivate the character. God is trying to grow in us. That only happens through prayer. We're so focused on God changing our circumstances that we never allow God to change us. Amen. God can't just only change your circumstances, but God can change us while he's changing your circumstances. For the failure is not in God. It is in me. Amen. We're so focused on God changing our circumstances that we never allow God to change us. So instead of 10 or 20 years of experience, we have one year of experience repeated 10 or 20 times. Sometimes we need to pray. Get me out those type of prayers, get me out. But sometimes we need to pray, get me through. So that that that's, when you're going through, there's two types of prayers. There's a get me out prayer, then there's a get me through prayer. And we need the discernment to know which prayer to pray when. The purpose of prayer is what? To glorify God. If we're being completely honest, most of our prayers have as their chief objective our own personal comfort than God's glory. And our prayers need to glorify God at some point. We want to pray always uh, to pray our problems away. But those short-sighted prayers with short circuit God's perfect plans. A lot of times we have to go through to get to. There are seasons and situations when we need to simply pray our way through the storm and not pray for God to stop the storm, which God can stop it. But sometimes we need to go through it. Can our prayers change our circumstances? I come to tell you, absolutely. But when our circumstances don't change, it's often an indication that God is trying to change us. The primary purpose of prayer is not to change circumstances as we believe. The primary purpose of prayer is to change us. And if we change us, a lot of times that us will answer the prayer, just the us. But either way, the chief objective remains the same. And the objective of a, of a purpose prayer is to glorify God in any and every situation. Amen. Amen. So we wanted to share that, that we understand that we have a responsibility in the purpose of our praying, and and a lot of times feeling like our prayer uh, didn't—it's not going through. Because what happens is we got God in us. The God in us is, mal- is malnourished because we have to nourish the God in us with prayer and through prayer. Our prayers can change our circumstances. But when our circumstances don't change, again, it's our uh, indication that God is trying to not change what's going on in your life, but he's trying to change you. We're going to, at this time, bring uh, uh, Pastor Angela Davis back. And this is another, another one of our recordings we did on Tuesday. He established me. We hope that you enjoy it.
0: Uh people.
1: Established me, Pastor Angela Walker and God's House of Divine Revelations in the PM with Pastor Michael Biley, uh and the Hope Covenant Kingdom Hour Prayer in the PM. And we are talking about, beloveds, the purpose of prayer. We have some scriptures and we'd like to share with you, and I encourage you that you would jot the scriptures down and at your uh, availability, that you could go back and study them. Jeremiah 29 and 11, in reference to purpose prayer, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord. The Lord knows our thoughts, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end, and Part of our purpose is the expected end, which is the blessing that God hath in store for us. Proverbs 16 and 9. Proverbs 16 and 9. A man's heart devises his way. And that's deep. A man's heart. See, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. And when we go to God in prayer, our prayer must be uh, sincere, and so the scripture says, it says, if we ask quietly, God will bless us openly, it says but the Lord directed his steps, God directs the step of a man's heart when he devises his way. Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things, I like that, we're talking about divine purpose of prayer, all things, everything you need, everything you're going through, every sickness, every medication, every problem, every court case, every light and gas bill, every mortgage bill. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And his purpose is why we pray. His purpose, the purpose is God. The purpose is not us. Purpose is not us. Yes, we Amen that's John let's look at John fifteen and sixteen Does somebody have something they wanted to say? If so, you might do. you can have something to say okay John fifteen and sixteen say ye have not chosen me, oh my god look at look at God speaking. ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. We are already chosen my God, and ordained you, he says that ye should go and bring forth fruit. Somebody say fruit, a blessing. And that your fruit should remain. Amen, amen. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, this is Jesus talking, he may give it to you. The power we have through the purpose of prayer. Acts 26 and 16 says, But rise and stand upon thy feet for i have appeared unto thee for this purpose to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in which i will appear unto thee matthew 28:19 says go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That's part of us. That's where we need to start. That is the foundation of our prayer. That is teaching all nations, and as the nations are taught, then they will understand the purpose of prayer, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 11 and 1 uh, one in eleven says, and whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Uh-oh, look at that, an inheritance. And we know what an inheritance is, and folks like inheritance. And whether we know it or not, we are of a royal priesthood. We are the king's children. So we are inheritors of his kingdom. Being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will the will of God when we pray Ecclesiastic 12 and 13 say let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear God and keep his commandments that is another aspect the fear of God the fear of God beginning of knowledge and when we pray we have to trust God to the point that we fear him and that we keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. It is our duty that we fear God and keep his commandments. First Corinthians six and 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, Which ye have a God, and ye are not your own; we are not our own. And the reason, a lot of times, these vessels, when they're not clean, Amen. God's spirit does not dwell in unclean temples, and so a lot of times we don't understand. Look like uh, my prayer is not being answered; seem like it's not reaching God, because. We have to be cleaned up. We have to... God just don't dwell in mess. So we have to understand that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. We're not our own. Isaiah 43 and 7. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have, I have created him for my glory. God created us for his glory. I have formed them. God has formed us. Yea, last but not least, He says, "I have made him." God has made and glorified us. Yet we don't glorify Him. We need to. When we go into prayer, we need to glorify God. I know you got some problems. I know you got some bills. I know you got some personal situations and circumstances, but before we ask God for anything, we need to thank Him. We need to magnify Him. We need to exalt Him. We need to praise Him. We need to shandu Him. Glory. Isaiah forty three and seven. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created Him for my glory. God created you and me for his glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. Isaiah 14 and 24. The Lord of hosts have sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand, so whatever the things that you desire when you pray you ha you need to understand that it shall come to pass, that is if we are feeling the God within us through prayer, he says, and as I purpose, whatever it is, it shall stand, Isaiah. 14 and 27 say for the Lord of hosts have purposed and who shall disannul uh, dis- uh, it and his hand is stretched out and who shall turn it back? I don't think nobody going to do that because your arms are too short to box with God. Let's look at Philippians then. Philippians 2 and 1. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy. That's also a part of our prayer. Fellowship of the Spirit, any bowels of mercy, and any comfort of love. Jeremiah 1 and 5. He says, "There, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. In other words, I set you aside, I cleaned you up, and I adorned thee a prophet upon the unto the nations." Isaiah fourteen twenty six. This is the purpose. We're talking about purpose. This is the purpose that is purpose upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations god God's blessings are not limited. His hand is stretched out upon all nations to be blessed psalms one thirty nine and thirteen but those have possessed my reins for thou excuse me. Have possessed my reign. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. God has covered me. Let me tell you something. We're covered, but but, but we have kernel thinking, and and we are pray not really even trusting and and acknowledging the fact that God already got us. We need to understand that God got my front, he got my back, and he got both of my sides. He said, I got 10,000 blessings in my hands just to satisfy the needy and the poor. And he said, as long as you lift up clean hands, he said, no good thing will I withhold from you. And I want to let you know, this goes out for Sister Harriet Thompson-Wells. And again, I'm asking you to meet me at uh, Evening Star Baptist Church, 4235 South Cottage Grove on this Sunday morning at 11 o'clock a.m. during the worship experience. I will be the guest speaker and the host pastor. The pastor there is Reverend Anthony Edomis. And this especially goes out for Harriet Thompson-Wells. In the midst of it all. To him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Father be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forevermore. And the people of God did say, Amen.
0: Hello?